the female guilty conscience. All right. Happy day, everybody. Thanks for joining me, your host of the Female Guilty Conscience, for part two. Equality and chivalry. So I don't like to call myself a feminist. I also don't like to say that I am like, woo, equality, because I like to be called ma'am. I like to have the door open for me. I like to have my things paid for I don't think that's equality. I feel like equality, there's a difference between chivalry and equality. Uh, if I'm gonna go to a workplace and guys are gonna talk like one way to each other, I want them to talk to me the same way, even though sometimes it might have been me, which I've dealt with. Oh, I was gonna say, I think that like any two people can like consensually ch- choose to treat each other however they want. So like. If you want to be treated a certain way and your partner wants to treat you that way, that is amazing. Um, and I don't think that it's that not, is... But it's not like a traditional... I don't like, think that's related to like being a feminist and believing in the fact that like women should be treated the way that they want to be and should... like I, And pe- people of both genders should like be treated based on their abilities and not based on their gender so i think in like a lot of relationships like oftentimes um the person who makes more money might pay for more things and in in a lot of relationships that might be men paying for things for women but i think in in many other relationships it's also like women who pay for more things uh if if they're the ones yeah i I think that i think that if you have preferences on how you're treated that doesn't that's not directly related to feminism unless it's an expectation that you're saying like well I feel like there is a traditional expectation that men should pay on dates and that men should like court the women and blah 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 and all that but that's not to say that there isn't a place for chivalry in feminism Yes, stand up for your lady or this lady friend that you have. Yes, offer to pay if you feel so comfortable. But if you offer to pay and they say, no, thank you, I would rather get my own, you respect that. That's part of the feminism aspect. So there is a place for it, and that's allowed. And like the two arguments. Sometimes people feel like the reverse should happen. Well, yeah, and if a person is comfortable to pay, they can pay. If they're not comfortable with Like, a guy will only offer to pay for everything if the girl actually offers. To actually pay for her house, and that's their prerogative yeah. too. Yes. But it's just like, like there's yeah. so many different, there's so many different. But there's an opportunity for both. Yeah, I think the important Darryl. distinction to make, and I think, I think expanding off of what Alana was saying, it's kind of like you got to separate, like the general assumption for how you treat strangers and coworkers and things like that, and like the individual contract you have with whoever context. you're in a relationship. You're talking about who, context. Well, no, more like the understanding you have with whoever you're in a relationship with, right? You can assume certain roles within that relationship and be treated how you want to be treated, but on a when you're I'm talking when you're, first date. Right. Well, I'm so, literally talking so, but first date. That, that, that's actually an interesting thing because, like, okay. let's say just just not getting the first date yet, but let's say no. like workplace, right? There's you like don't you know have to who that person is. You have to work off of assumptions. You got to play it safe, right? 
on a first date, you're more finding out if they like the same things you like. So you can, you do have the option to say, hey, this is what I expect, right? But that's not to say that you can expect that everywhere, right? Well, that's who like, pays for uh, the date? Yeah, it's I, 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 it doesn't answer the, the question. I always pay for the date. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying, saying, I'm saying, I'm saying if you disagree about that, I don't think I would ever be able to have that conversation. It's just a bad date then, if you disagree about that, you know? I feel like... I feel like the the person that pays the date is usually the the person that invites you, the host of the date. I agree with that. I, like it, if it, you asked me to come out, or you invited me, then you pay. But if I invited right. you, I will always well, be the first person. There's a good reason Depends for that because, like, yes, yeah, if that. I'm coming to your house, then you like you prepare the house. But if we're going to the like, yeah. hey, take me to the park. Like, right. I'll pay for your coffee. <laughs> it's can I, I I want to interject in this I whole conversation. Up, I grew up with a grandfather. Still talking. Sorry. I want to interject. I'm, can I just yes, a second? Because it sounds go like ahead. we're leaving like a huge part of this conversation off out of the conversation. Like What's we're having about? this conversation in terms of like two generic humanoids, Homo sapiens sapiens, but it's not. There's men and women, generally speaking, right? Yeah. So let's put aside all the the letter categories. It's about 3% of the population tops. 97% of the people are men and women. And when they go out, they're, yes, traditional gender roles, say. But we're not talking about the fact that there's a man and a woman at the table, generally speaking. We seem to be talking like it's, there's a person A and a person B. And person That's A decides that he saying. wants to be wooed. And person point. B puts the coat on the thing. That is my point. No, no. There's, there's, there like, are, where, there's men, there's women. There's you, bi- even and, if you, you want to talk in a heterosexual context only, you expect I still think most of the population is heterosexual. I'm not going to put percentages on I, it. But no, if no, you want to talk, I'm saying if you want to talk. Like, I do get both. Think it's it's like an individual decision like, between the people in right, the experience. Right, and I'm agreeing with you. Yeah. I'm just saying that I'm adding something to what you're saying. You're yeah. presenting it. Hold on, time out, Danny. Okay. Real has some words. You can absolutely still have chivalry and feminism and equality and not be mutually exclusive as long as two people are consenting. So as long as you want to be traditional and the other person respects that, you can still have that equality so because, because you have the equal opportunity for both. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. Say that again? So you can have equality and still expect chivalry, chivalry because the two yes. are not mutually exclusive. You can have both at the same time. But you also shouldn't... So yes, as long as the person that you are as trying to be with option. respects that and is let's go back say, to let's go back to the simple scenario. Yeah, the simple scenario is of going on a date and who pays. Yeah, right. But how does it have to do with women demand equality? Do they still does 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 that mean that they have to split the bill? Okay, let me ask you or an important question. Do they question. still get chivalry? Okay, super important question. What is the opposite of of chivalry? This is a loaded question. This is a loaded question. So, what is the female chivalry? chivalry? itself is back to, you know, knights and stuff, mm-hmm. and how they should uphold themselves in social situations. They should always be the proper gentleman because they're not only representing themselves, they're representing their lord and also their king. So that's where we get those standards. Now, no, that was standards of, of, of knighthood. I understood chivalry to be so specific in treatment it. to women. Okay. Yes. So that's that extended to... Right. Mm-hmm treatment of women. How but it's not always... only that there's stoicism in that. 
as well, and that's 2,000 years old. The charming, which is why I'm trying to expand yeah. on it. Yeah, yeah, sorry. So as chivalry progresses, it turns into how people should treat women, specifically men treating women. So that idea of men should always be the one to pay, men should be the one opening the door, men should be the one that is providing for their family, that is now changing. So I guess the opposite of chivalry, I mean, there really is no opposite. I mean, if a man wants to do that and the woman is fine with that, then yes. I mean, there's no real negative. It, it would be maybe a woman wanting to pay for everything for the man. We well, get okay. So let me let me There's no negative. Oh, no, it's not, it's not a negative option. Okay. What I mean is, like, what does the essentially does the, like, what does the woman offer in return? And so, like in the context that you gave, right? Yeah. Though the standards of chivalry were developed in a time when women were essentially not expected to provide for themselves, right. whether because they mm-hmm. were not considered able to or because that's the way it was mm-hmm. or whatever it is, right? And so to expect those standards to continue in an era where women are expected and believed to be, you know, to take care of themselves, I mean, just that needs to coexist with an equal and opposite, you know yes. what I mean? Because it's no longer based on any, like, reality of life. It's based it on a notion like? of tradition, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, What it does is. it look like, though? So, You're like, in, in, in general... What do you think? I'm so, like, so the, very the assumption hard was yeah, that the, women would, you know, respond with traditional feminine roles mm-hmm. that men did not provide, which now you, you just can't expect someone to, you know, that's almost offensive to expect, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, which, which is why it needs to be a conversation. Right, exactly. So you can't well, go into your day expecting, like, I'm going to get this paid for by this person. Right. It's a conversation. Right. If you are yeah. expecting that, that would be so weird. That's a little... That's why well, I don't um, like going on that, dates. That, that <laughs> happens sometimes. It and does. that's something like when I go out on a date with, with somebody. I always make sure I have enough paper. That I look for in a girl. And, 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 and when I that comes up and that, and that happens and, and there's something like that, that, that is my judgment of character is like, like how did she take that interaction? And mm-hmm. it's cool and when we just talk about it, it's like, oh, do you want me to pay? It's like, oh, no, it's, it's quite all right because I invited you here, you know? Yeah. And that's how that, that, that feels. And it wouldn't matter if it was a man or a woman or a woman and whatever. It would be just how that would, would go in any type mm-hmm. of that situation, I feel and, like. And, like, that's why you need a discussion. New topic. The process of becoming transgender. I don't think any of us should speak How? to that. I, I can yeah. agree. I don't think any of us should speak to that because we don't have I mean, did all that anybody knowledge bullet on it at all? I mean, I, no I, I, mean I, I know. I'm not I'm more than equal? willing to share my opinions, but I'm, support, I'm probably not going to be right here. Like, this is a genuine. Let's all remember that this is me being curious and asking questions about things that I don't know if somebody knows anything about. Like, I have ideas. I feel like I've heard things. Maybe read things about what the actual physical process entails I think we and the so things from trans people's perspective mm-hmm. I just feel like there's yeah. so many questions yeah. out there to be answered that well, like maybe in a doctor yeah we can't speak to it why not? Obviously, of course you can. All right, I'm moving on. on. Just be respectful of the people that mm-hmm. aren't here. Why but, should no, we? But, but, but isn't, like, I'm, I'm not a murderer. Can I not speak to murder? That's like, don't I have a pin? Can you or... stop going to murder, Danny, please? I'm just, it's an, okay, fine. It's an, I'm an astronaut. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, can I talk murder. about being an astronaut? <coughs> I 
Can I imagine no, in my head about what it's like to be an astronaut? Sure. Right, so I'm not an astronaut. But the problem is just that it's not. That's an occupation. We can always imagine occupation. We can't imagine the actual being of a person who is trans. Can you actually put well, yourself in a movie? No, like the medical surgical wait, on, portion on, of it. Wait, 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 like, wait, that's wait. my curiosity. Okay, like, what, is literally, what is literally happening there? Like when, when you're transitioning, what are they doing to your organs? And it's like very different. It depends. Person by person. And like that yeah. is a very that's a curiosity to me. I Googled it and I literally couldn't even find a simple like right. I'm five yeah. diagram mm-hmm. like I just want a very simplistic how is that I like, I, I'm not saying don't do it I'm not saying I'm a don't agree with it I'm just like how I, I looked it up once how the about fuck? how, how? Men turn to like the process of male to female I looked it up once but I, that was a long time I kind of have I heard idea. they reversed the penis skin In, nah, didn't. and they inverted it and you well, know what, that's what I, that's there what was, I swear to god I watched something and this guy was like I want to take this big of a D and they were like I'm sorry I can't do that with your and I was like is that a real thing uh, so what we should first speak to is that not all trans people choose to transition mm-hmm, not mm-hmm. all trans people go full sure. surgery um, within that, yeah, there can be situations where it might not be like without extra medical procedures to give yourself a certain size job. It might not be possible with the amount of skin grafts that you would have to have to give yourself larger boobs, but then you would have to have more medical procedures. So with the current boob, yeah, boob, or, boob or dong, you need a certain amount of skin. You can't graft it from everywhere. You need to do like it without the wiener into a vagina. Yeah. Well, it's... I mean, when we're first forming, Different. it's the same until we get the specific right. hormones to form either one. No, actually, we start as women. Okay. That's why but men then, have nipples. I mean, yeah, we yes. all need them, I guess. No, but no, no, no. The men have nipples because we start as female and the woman. Okay, so because we start right. as female, I think I'm until, we, until we get those. <laughs> um, so we're not, no, we're not, but that's my point. We're not yes. all the same from the very beginning. Well, no, we are. Like, we are, though. We're, we're all zygotes. We're all little. We have, we have an identifiable genetic makeup that is completely indistinguishable from any other genetic makeup from any other person. So we're incredibly unique from the minute from of... A from a DNA the sample, moment, yes. No, no, no. Right. Well, you are your DNA. So from the moment of conception, we're actually <laughs> unique in the, in the universe as far as we know. Yes, we are. But medically <laughs> speaking, we all notes. start as a zygote and then we start to form. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's consulting. But we form differently <laughs> based on that DNA. But we all formed medically along the same process. Love it. In a a healthy process. In a healthy process, we should all form the same way. That does not always happen, but that happens. Right, and there's medical aberrations. There's a lot of different... But we're talking about average. They all do the same formation. Well, all people are born (laughs) out of women, yes. It's a new topic. Very simple. Girls in Boy Scout. You said well, simple. I don't think. I feel like it's simple because. Why are you looking at me when you're asking these questions? Girls have Girl Scouts. Mm hmm. Yeah. Nobody ever said. Why can't boys be in Why, yeah, why please, can't boys be uh, in Girl Scouts? Because I can speak to sexual assault. Yes, please, come on. No. Sexual assault. Um, yep. Okay, no. Uh, Girl Scouts was made to be kind of like the intro to becoming like proper girl, learning like certain skills. There are different patches or badges for Girl Scouts and there are for Boy Scouts. What's now changing is that girls want to learn more of those skills like camping and all of those other things and that's changing. 
Boy Scouts should also be learning those filmmaking skills that Girl Scouts learn. So it's a matter of so why don't you just so revise the program? That's what they want to do. Versus, but isn't it Christian? That's what they want to do. Isn't it a Christian organization? Because it's a Christian organization. That's why it's not changing. But aren't they just getting into Girl Scouts? But so yeah, how, do you mean, how do you mean revise the Girl Scouts? Girls can actually join the Girl Scouts. Would you combine them both? Hang on, okay. Would you never bind girls into the Boy Scouts? That is the question. So, while yes, girls want to be in Boy Scouts to learn those skills, why not? Or at least offer those skills in, in the Girl, Girl Scouts. Yeah. Or there could be a separate That's organization fair. where they can learn those That's skills, fair. co-ed. Together. I think that there should be an option because I was a member of the Girl Scouts. Me too. So, yes. Um, went to day camp, all of that bullshit. I wish I could like rejoin the Girl Scouts as an adult because I would hella do it. Be but that's not the same. I want to like wear the uniform. Be a troop leader. Oh, can you so... wear a uniform as a troop leader? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my troop yeah. leaders too. I'm gonna be a troop leader. Uh, anyway. New job. New new job. Uh, a turning point, guys. Turning point in my life. I want to hear what she Yes. No. But okay. So if they combine it, and that's the only thing that's there, that assumes that me as a as a self-proclaimed girly girl would want to know anything about camping and being in the wilderness. I don't want to know any of that. That sounds like the worst thing to me. Just teach me about painting like I did in day camp and all of the girly things that I can do in my life because I don't want to, like, go in the fucking woods and pitch a tent. That sounds terrible. I was in Girl Scouts for 13 years, fun fact. And... I love that fact. Yeah, it is. Um, And my troop... Well... When you're a little bit older, you don't have troops. But when you're younger, my troop would always vote on what we wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So I think it's like a very individual decision, like troop by troop. If you don't like the troop you're in, you can switch to another. Um, as long as there's like enough in your area, which I grew up sure. in suburban New Jersey, there's like a ten billion. That's, that's a huge point. Yeah, because you don't have that all the time. You don't have that. Yeah, you don't have that option in less dense areas. So your troop had those options and you would vote on them, majority rules, and like you have the ability, if you can, to move around the troops. But mm-hmm. each troop should have those expanded options. Mm-hmm. Same with Boy Scouts. So if there is a group of Boy Scouts that, yeah, they're great at camping, they do all those things, but like they also really want to get good at making friendship bracelets, we should let them. So yeah. there, the thing is that there are options out there. Yes. Right? Like there's there's different uh, activities and extracurriculars. The, the reason why Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts have become under the spotlight and so politicized is because it's just a massive organization. Sure, true. They both make a lot of Just keep in mind that like there are options and Scouts has an implicit meaning, generally connotating the outdoorsy kind of stuff, right? And it's a Now unfortunately when the parallel for Girl Scouts was created, it basically reflected gender roles and understandings of the time, right? So, like, people are saying that, like, this institution needs to change to reflect everything else. But, no, like, the, the, the Scouts is a scout program. Like, that should be – I think that – and, I don't, like, I, I would say either it needs to be integrated, but I also think that it's really valuable as, as a young kid to have time, you know, and just, just with other guys and just with other girls, especially, you know, I agree. Times, you know? Yes. Oh, so, my goodness. Okay, no, 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 no. But I have to know. Wait, before we leave, guys. before everybody leaves, I have to know how many times y'all masturbate. So, I chose that I masturbate, like – couple times a month but I need to like add this that up until maybe 
three years ago, I did not masturbate at all. <laughs> because, but, okay, so, like, it was just, like, a very personal thing. Like, that was, like, too personal, like, for me to do. Like, I didn't like fingernails. Uh, that's fair. Like, like that <laughs> scares me to this day because I used to look by my fingers. It used to not be a problem, but now I grow my fingers out. It's crazy. So, I was in a marriage previously um, to where we just were not intimate at all. Like, literally, we were married for three years. We had sex three times. In the, like... In the three years? Year. Yeah, no, yeah, pretty much. Anyway, so, at that point, I went on a girls' night. We went out to 6th Street to watch my friend play beer pong. Um, and his wife and I and another one of our friends went out on 6th Street because we got tired of watching him play beer pong. Um... And we were at a bar and we ended up talking about my situation and how I wasn't masturbating. And they're like, because one of them asked, they're like, well, you're at least taking care of yourself, right? I was like, no, I don't really do that. Like, I don't, it's not, I don't feel comfortable doing that. And they freaked out and like immediately we left the bar. They took me to Dreamers and they <laughs> like you both went, <laughs> they both went in on buying me my like vibrator. No, okay, no, when I was a kid, I would do it. That well, was you the first like it over first, like a stuffed animal? My first memory of jerking off was finding like my dad's like porno mag. <laughs> I, remember, <laughs> I was like five yeah. when yeah. I did it for yeah. the first time. I remember like I'd sneak into like their drawer and I found it in there and that I was like I think it. how I discovered my like how to jerk off. <laughs> I was, oh god! I, I I need to speak to this because I need to be honest with myself, and I'm. We're in the group. I know. Um, so I was nasty, and also I didn't understand how I was feeling because I didn't want to say that I was gay, but I knew something was up because uh, a friend of mine tricked me. Oh. And they were like, "Hey, have you ever seen the Penn Island like dot yeah. com?" Yeah. And, uh, and like at that point, there was still a porn site that was Penis Land. So they sent me there, oh, and then shit. I started seeing pictures on it. And I was like, "Well, now I have to go. I have to go deeper. Now that I've seen this, I have to continue." So I, I, did a, I know I did a deep dive. I ended up on a lot of porn sites, and I, was, and I felt so weird. And at that time. I had a phone with an antenna and I knew how to set that phone to vibrate for a very long time. Was that a shared phone? It was not. It was my personal okay, phone. It was my personal phone and it was a bad idea. Just put and it on a condom or something? I, I, I was in my like computer room. Whatever, a nylon something stocking stuff. And I still had my pants on. I still had all my clothes on. Oh, just like yeah, I just had it. So no penetration, just the outside. Are you carrying it? Are you carrying it in the front side of your underwear all day? We are fully clothed. Can I continue? Because it gets worse. Fully, it gets worse. Fully clothed. Fully clothed. I'm in our family computer room. Door locked. You still need a credit card. Is it really locked? It was really locked. Uh, we had one of those pop locks that you always hear if somebody's trying to get in. Um, I would clear the history. I would clear all the cookies. I would clear the cash. I would wipe that computer clean so that nobody would know I was doing it. And um, I would continue to 
use the computer for a couple hours and I would go on various sites like my dad would go on or that my mom would go on or my yeah. sister so it would look like people had used the computer and that there was some kind of glitch so that all the memory had been gone <laughs> so I would literally wipe that computer clean so no one knew what I was doing until one day <laughs> I forgot to clear the cookies and my uh, mom had gone through looking for one of her shopping sites or whatever my mom does and I had, a, I had a friend over and my mother called me out at full volume. Why the fuck are you watching porn on my computer? <laughs> and I answered, honestly, I said, I was curious. And I'm so mad that she said this in front of one of my friends. Curiosity is watching one video. A girl fucking a banana is no longer curiosity. <laughs> and I am scarred by this. <laughs> and I need everybody to know that it was awful. Your mom is a boss. <laughs> and it's, it's, one thing, thing. it's one thing to say oh. it in front of my friends. And then my dad told all of his co-workers. Uh, so then when I went to work on Bring Your Child to Work Day, they were like, is this the one that watches porn? No. How is that shit? <laughs> and then they said that to my 12-year-old face. Dude, oh my god. Oh my god, it's so fucked up. And that's when I started <laughs> having depression. Your parents are oh savages. They are, they're disgusting. Who are these people? Where are they from? New York. Okay, fair enough. That's okay. But oh, to, to, to wow. clarify, I love my parents. They're great parents. Oh, I guess, yeah. Well, that's it for now. Thanks for joining me for part one and part two of Gender Wars. Stay tuned for the next episode and have a good day. The female guilty conscience.